Today in the Highlight Zone podcast, it's not high school sports. We head to professional racing. Stratford's own Derek Krause is just 19 years old and came just one spot shy of making the Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. Our own Matt Infield talks with a young stud about his rookie campaign, what it's like racing on tracks with no practice and not even seeing it, and which tracks were his favorite before we start. If you have any episode ideas, be sure to email sports at WSAW.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm going to let Matt Enfield take it away from here. Enjoy. All right, Noah, thanks. We are joined now on the Highlight Zone podcast by Stratford's very own Gander Outdoor Truck Series driver, Derek Krause, who has just finished his rookie season. First off, thanks for joining us. Rookie season in the books. How does that sound? Is that kind of wild to think about, or does it sound about right? Uh, I mean, it's kind of wild to think about it. Definitely, it went faster, a lot faster than what I think or what I thought it was gonna. Uh, Kevin, my crew chief, today we were actually sitting in the shop when we were, I was like, wow, the season went fast and racing weekend and weekend, every weekend in a row for the rest of the season, it did, it did go really fast. And uh, I had a really good year this year, I feel like, and uh, it was really fun. I learned a lot too. Do you feel like it went fast the entire year or once you guys got back from COVID in, in May? I think once we got back, once we got back, it all started up. And then there was, like I said, there was no off weekends. So uh, it just every weekend we were going somewhere and that, that just made it feel a lot quicker than, than it normally would. Just a little recap of your season. You finished 11th in the standings, highest of the non-playoff drivers, 13 top 10 finishes. In 23 races, obviously in a rookie year that you probably could have never imagined just with all the COVID stuff and the one-day shows. How would you assess the season overall? Uh, yeah, I felt like this year was a pretty good year. I felt like it was my rookie season and then the team's first year all together as, as a team. And uh, I felt like everyone worked really well together. Kevin brought me a great, great team to work with, and I really enjoy being around my guys. So that helps a lot. And just throughout the year, I felt like we just had good, consistent runs. Like you said, we had a lot of top tens and that's what I needed to do to, to be able to run, run up front and have good finishes, just finish in top 10 and just have minimized the mistakes that I made. And I felt like this year has been really good and I really enjoyed doing it. Your stay as a rock, obviously throughout the year and obviously hindsight's 2020, but when you think about the goals that you set for yourself and the team, at the beginning of the season, do you feel like just doing that, just running consistently in the top 10 and logging laps accomplished those goals that you set out? I Yeah, I feel like this year I accomplished a lot of goals. I, my goal, I mean, the obvious goal is to try to win a race, but we we came close for sure to a lot of races. I felt like our mile-and-a-half programs were really, really strong, and uh, we were able to uh, learn throughout the whole year, and I felt like at the end of the year we got it really good and just – it was kind of tough being where we were because in the points we weren't able to start in the top 10 and track positions really big. And uh, just being or starting outside the top 10 was tough to be able to come through the field and just had, had to have zero mistakes throughout the whole race. And I felt like this year was a really good year for, for me and my team. And uh, hopefully if I get the opportunity to build on it next year, we can do that do that yeah and i was gonna say obviously uh, once they got back from once uh, the series resumed across all three series from covid in may it's all one day shows no practice no qualifying i imagine for a rookie that's got to be a little bit of a disadvantage because you're going to a lot of these tracks i remember we talked way back you're going to these tracks for the first time and your first laps are literally 
the race. So does that make your performance and when you reflect on it even better considering that that is an enormous disadvantage at a bunch of tracks you've never been to before? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely tough throughout the whole year. Just like you said, going to tracks that I've never even seen in real life. And uh, luckily, I've been able to use the tool at Toyota with the simulator. So I've been able to go on that before the races and just learn as much as I can there. And that, that helps a lot more than what, what someone would think. And uh, those, those and then just taking the first few laps, it definitely was a little bit challenging, but I got used to it throughout the race and just was able to adapt as quick as I could and just try to get the best finishes as I could. So between no practice, no qualifying, I think it's also fair to say that in the races, most of the races where you didn't finish in the top 10 or 15, you ran into bad luck. The second Vegas race this past weekend in Phoenix comes to mind, some pit stops and maybe didn't go your way throughout the year. Do you wonder what you could have done if that stuff didn't happen? Um, yeah, but it would have been a lot easier just to win at Darlington. Uh, that thing, that race still, still is in the back of my mind. It just, it's... It's frustrating to look back on, but then, I mean, we were able to be in that position, which was a good call by Kevin, keeping keeping us out on the racetrack. And just like you said, we've had good, clean races this whole year. I seen something on Twitter a few nights ago or after the Phoenix race that we were like 36 and all time for the most completed laps or best percentage of completing laps. And it was like 99.17 something a percentage of the laps that I've completed this year in the truck series. So I felt like that was really big for our team and just just showing how how good we were able able to be this throughout the whole year and i think that's kind of a good thing you said i want to hit on that how much it, it sounds like it does a little bit which is good you're a competitor did missing the playoffs does it eat at you at all still now which like i said there's nothing wrong with it in my mind if it does i uh, yeah, i mean yeah i mean it's like missing i mean for me it's like missing the playoffs in a football for a football team i mean it's you always want to be in the playoffs, but we were able to finish as high as we possibly could with not being in the playoffs. So I felt like that's, that's good. But I mean, you definitely want to be in the playoffs and especially with the racetracks that we went to in the first round and the second round of the playoffs, I felt like we were really good at those racetracks and uh, we actually ran really good at them too. So uh, it's definitely frustrating, but I felt like as a rookie year, it was, it was a pretty good year. Sure. Steady all year, but like you said, you almost won Darlington, and Darlington was more strategy than pure speed, but you ran up front and over, nearly won a stage there. You did win a stage at Talladega, and there's a, there's a gap, right, between like going from like a consistent team that's running in the top 10 to being a consistent team that's capable of winning races. Do you think by the end of the year you guys were closer to that consistent race-winning team status? Uh, yeah, for sure. I felt like this year we built a lot on the program and on myself, especially with learning all the mile and a half and learning just how much different the truck races are with how long they are, the distance of the truck races. So uh, it's definitely was a learning year and I felt like I learned a lot throughout the whole year. And like I said, hopefully I can apply it to next year. Well, is Darlington the highlight of your season? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a really – just the atmosphere of Darlington was really cool. Just it was like old and it reminded me of a short track back at home. And uh, it was really cool. And then, like I said, we were able to start up or have a strategy call to put us up front. And it was definitely a, definitely one of the better highlights of the year. Which short track up here reminds you of Darlington, South Carolina? Uh, just really uh, Madison. 
I mean, the track characteristics aren't like it at all, but just the atmosphere of the track, just the historic. I mean, it's it's a really neat place. It's tough to describe. It's right in the middle of town, and uh, it's it's a really cool track. Yeah, I've driven I've driven up past Arlington on I ninety five before and stopped by there. So yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a cool place to go check out when you're on a road trip or something like that. Were you surprised at how well you ran at some of these tracks you've never been to before? I mean, like the plate races come to mind for me. You finished fourth at Daytona. You ran well at Talladega. Were there any other tracks besides those where you're kind of like, I'm a rookie. I've ran better than I would expect to because rookies normally don't run that well at these tracks. Uh, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, the plate tracks, I I really enjoyed going to the plate tracks this year. It was just, I mean, it's kind of like a, it's like a game, really. I mean, there's strategies. There's so many different strategies that you can do. And just at the end of the races, like at Talladega, that green-white checkered, it's, I mean, it's basically whatever happens, happens. So I really enjoy going to Talladega and Daytona. And uh, it's, I really enjoyed going to those races and having those races and the restrictor plate tracks and just learning all the new tracks that I was able to learn at this year was definitely a, a good, good thing for me. What is the status for next year? Obviously things could change in NASCAR a lot with, with sponsors and whatnot. Are you set up or there's still some things that need to happen? Um, I mean, it's definitely in the works. There's nothing set in stone yet, but uh, uh, it's, it's, it's close for sure. Guys, uh, one of your primary sponsors and has been your biggest sponsor over the past couple of years has been Napa Auto Parts. Obviously, you have a connection with the new Cup Series champion Chase Elliott, who is also sponsored by Napa. Was that cool? I know you have a little bit of a relationship with him. Was that pretty cool for you to watch on Sunday? Ah, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. It's really special. I mean, it's yeah, you know, that's like he said in his interview, it's a dream come true, and he hope he doesn't wake up. And it's definitely a dream for me. And if I was able to get the opportunity to do it, I mean, I, I'm hungry for it and I want to do it. So uh, that's definitely a goal of mine, and I just need to take it one year at a time. Assuming that things come together for you in the truck series next year, how do your goal? How what are your goals going into the year? I know it's months out, but what comes to mind with what you want to accomplish in your second year in the series? Um, I mean, definitely, I want to win. Make the playoffs would be really big, and just having good consistent runs like we did this year. Uh, if, if something doesn't go our way, like a battery died at Phoenix, something like that, we just got to capitalize on what, what we can do and just try to get as much spots as we can next year if, if I get the opportunity. So uh, it should be I'm – really, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I'll be able to take everything that I learned this year into next year. What's in store for the offseason? Any trips back to the Central Wisconsin, or what do you have in mind? Oh, yeah, I'll be back home. I got the holidays with my family. I'll be back home for sure. Ride some, some snowmobile in the snow. Always a joy to hear from Derek. He's got a very, very bright future ahead of him. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you have any episode ideas, feel free to email sports at WSAW.com. Till next time, thank you for tuning in to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast and take care.